You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday, which means our dear friend, Garrett Vogel, joins us. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Oh, hello, Bobby. (laughs) We've got Mr. Z100 on, so I have to ask, what did you think about the Grammys? Harry Styles' night, album of the year. Big surprise. Harry Styles' night, Beyonce's night, like, given she didn't win the big award, she still broke a record. I mean, Lizzo was out there. The fact that everybody... Everybody is up in arms over Bonnie Raitt winning, Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> winning a Grammy. Um, ben Affleck looked like he had a glorious mm. time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he's. Uh, so if you didn't, if you didn't watch Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck sitting at the Grammys, front row, pretty much. Them, much. they were sitting with The Rock, I believe, at the, yes. at the small little table. And uh, Ben Affleck, I mean, you're sitting next to The Rock. How do you not look enthused or happy <laughs> to be there? Um, <laughs> But I think he's playing into the character now. I think I think when we see Ben Affleck out and about, we just expect him to have the. Do we? And, uh, I think I, he he might be playing grumpy Clint Eastwood. Like, get off my get lawn! He looks so angry. So Jennifer turned up to present an award and a dress that, may I say, might have rivaled her Versace green dress. No way. Of, it, this dress, no, 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 it was no, 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 no. Gucci and. Gorgeous, and so she just looks incredible. That's what I call you Gucci and gorgeous. Gucci and gorgeous. I'll take it. <laughs> I have no Gucci. I don't know if I have that much gorgeous either. But nevertheless, Jennifer there was to present looking like J Lo always looks. I mean, just magnificent. I'm not sure there was a role for Ben. Maybe that's why he was so grumpy. There are reports this morning that at one point during the show, Jennifer leaned over and whispered to Ben, at least. Pretend you're having a good time. You have The Rock's phone number? (laughs) Can you imagine if he was leaking that stuff? It's not The Rock that's leaking that stuff, but I was like, ooh. 
So, Rob Schurter, you know what my biggest takeaway was last yes. night is, so the Grammys, as big as they are, it just shows, like, celebrities still are on celebrity time. For Beyonce <laughs> not to be there at the beginning of the show because she is stuck in traffic. Rob Schurter, when you and I have to get out of the house, like, we know it's like, hey, it's going to take at least 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, you maybe, leave an maybe... extra 10 minutes, then you got to park the car, and right. we got to get some popcorn. It's we got to get there early. Parking. They have drivers. Right, they have drivers. Literally up yes. to the and, to and the from, door. From my understanding, yes. uh, there was no red carpet walking for. So it, 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 there, there's a double edge thing here, and maybe you can explain. Mm-hmm. Like you know, walking the red carpet as a celebrity is not mm-hmm. easy at times. You know, you know, stop here, stop there, stop there. Photo it's a here, lot photo of to that. do, but Beyonce it's part of the job. Beyonce and Jay Z have never been like that. You know she did I mean? not walk the red carpet. She didn't walk she the did red not. carpet. She, she didn't, didn't do any interviews. She did so no I think, interviews. I think they tried to play it like that. And for them to avoid the red carpet, it bit them in the butt because they were late for the show itself. And in turn, she missed her first on-TV Grammy. Wow. Well, let me say what I hear is going on here is it was all on purpose. Nothing happens with Beyonce by accident. I mean, and the reason she was late is she wanted to take the stage when she broke the record. Not uh, when she equaled it. So she was only going to go up once. She didn't want to go up twice. So she, she was knew there. she, was just she hanging had out a chance. In the I'm told that this was all planned. I'm not saying she was I've... there hiding under the table, but <laughs> I knew from a press perspective that she didn't want to go on stage and collect a Grammy that made her equal number one. She wanted the next Grammy she where wanted... she became the biggest winning Grammy artist but... of all time. And so they timed it. Really, really clever. If this if this did in fact happen, PR kudos to you, because we were all worried about the traffic. We were right. thinking about Beyonce even though she wasn't even there. And then when she did turn up, that was the moment so, that she so broke you know the record. So Trevor Trevor <laughs> Noah goes, Beyonce's stuck in traffic. And the first thing that comes to my mind is you know what, Beyonce's just like us. She's sitting just in traffic. Like, I don't know if she is. I don't and, know. And then if the other part is like, you know what? She's not sitting in traffic. She's she not is sitting she in traffic. is she is giving the business to Ticketmaster saying, Don't you screw this up for me. Yeah, I'm she's on the phone with Ticketmaster. For my, for my on sale. She's don't you dare. I have a beehive I'm about to unleash she's if you screw on this the up. For me. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It oh, is it is tea, tea time. time. I know, big story at the top of the show. Army Hammer has done his first interview since the scandal where he reveals he was sexually abused as a child and also contemplated suicide. He said he's taking ownership of all the of all the drama. However, he's saying that all the sexual situations he was in were all consensual. So he said sexuality was introduced to me in a scary way when I was a young boy and my interests went to I have to have control and that explains, he says, his BDSM lifestyle. So allegations against him have been bubbling up since January 2021. Numerous women have come forward to share alleged misconduct and even a rape allegation and cannibalistic fantasies. What Army's saying is that all these scenes were planned out. And it goes into detail how him and a person, he doesn't say her name, planned out a rape fantasy where he would meet her at Starbucks, then they would go home, she would leave her front door unlocked, he would come in and they would engage in consensual non-consent scene. I didn't even know this existed, but he talks about it. I only know it because I watch Law and Order. I mean, it's it's really sort of, 
heavy stuff we're talking about. And this is Law and Order. This is an episode of Law and Order, like pretty, pretty much yeah, written it out. It doesn't feel real, does it? He said too that I'm here to own my mistakes and take accountability for the fact that I was an a-hole, that I was selfish, that I used people. He said 100%. He emotionally abused people, but he said physically he did not. He doesn't think he'll have a comeback, but he's hoping uh, that one day he might. I don't know. I didn't realize his whole family is really messed up. Like it's almost like you 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 think of rich people and they're like they could do anything. Like he is that quintessential family where his family literally had so much money they thought they could do anything in the world. Anything. And this is almost like it goes hand in hand with it, where it's like he had so much money and given now that he said there's a backstory to what mm-hmm. made him. But it also is like you also felt like you probably had all this money that you can get away with stuff like this. Yeah, there's a documentary called House of Hammer, and it's how entitled the family were, is. It's a shocking documentary. It's an interesting interview. Like, his manager fired him. His publicist fired him. So I'm assuming he's doing this himself. He did it with Airmail, which is like a subscription newsletter. It's not an outlet that you'd think he would normally do. But it's complicated here now. People are pushing back saying it wasn't consensual and what he did was abuse. So this is going back back and forth. Our question of the day to you is, does he deserve a second chance? Now, normally in life, we do talk about second chances a lot, particularly on this show, yep. and how people do deserve them, especially you. Sometimes we beat ourselves up, but we do, do deserve a second chance. Does he? It's complicated, isn't it? Because this is something that we probably don't want to say yes to, but if we deserve a second chance, does he? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, what else is happening? with our girl Beyonce. Yes, well, the pretty much obvious thing is her tickets are going on sale. Mm. And some might say they're a little expensive uh, because it is her first first show, a stadium show in about five years. So Ooh. there's there's been, think of how many Beyonce fans have come into the world in the last five years alone uh, on top of the ones that already existed. Yeah, the longer the she waits, the more fans are emerging, right. Beyonce. Like, like the beehive is at an all-time high right now and growing by the time she goes out on her first leg uh, in Philadelphia on July 12th. Now, tickets are are literally going for more than 800% overvalue. You know, uh, that's what Ticketmaster <laughs> was saying. So, so, so as we joked before, like Beyonce uh. could have much been on the phone with Live Nation and Ticketmaster <laughs> going, for the love of God, if you screw Don't this up for me, I will I will be unleash the hive on, on your butts. People are starting GoFundMe's, Rob Shooter. Uh, what? No. So, so, someone uh, has raised $265 of his $300 goal for pretty much, let's just say, nose bleed seats for Beyonce. Yeah, they're not great Let seats. Let me tell you, when you're that close to the goal, when you're like when you're like $5 away, $10, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some. You know uh, what I mean? Like, I'm I'm not going to be the first. Like, if you have a $500 goal, I'm not going to be the first. first. Then, but I might push you over the edge with the last yeah, 10 Yeah, like, if I could push you over the edge with, like, $5, $10, I will help you out. But if Do you're you like... I think it's too much, though? Like, would you set up a GoFundMe page to get you tickets to Taylor Swift, Beyonce? It is the I, far extreme. Like, especially with the way GoFundMe's used for, you know, people that have lost their jobs or... Right. lost, a, you, lost a, a person they love. It's just weird that you see, you know, hey, I need to raise money for my aunt's Beyonce funeral. Beyonce tickets, and I expect you... And, yeah, to, my aunt just died. She can't afford yeah. it. I need money for the funeral. Right. But here's Beyonce. I also, on the other side, but the next I'd page... I'd like Beyonce be tickets. Yeah, exactly.
It's so bizarre. I mean, part of me loves it. And I've got to admit, my friend in Greece saw online a huge Beyonce fan, this guy who posted this long essay about why he needed to see Beyonce. Theano gave him money because it just made like it made her laugh. Like, part <laughs> of me is like, this is so outrageous and so cheeky and the chutzpah of people asking. It's just too much. Maybe I would donate. Maybe I would. I wouldn't do one for myself, though. Like, I love Madonna. I think I've made that pretty. Oh, Madonna didn't look great last night. Did she? Oh. And you know what's interesting? I was reading too. Uh, you know, she introduced Sam Smith and Kim yeah. Petras. Uh, and so Madonna is really more known for doing, you know, award shows like MTV, mm-hmm. where if, uh, you know, let's pull the curtain back from award shows really quick. Most of those shows have, you know, audiences piped in. You know what I mean? Right. So it sounds like it's crazier than it is. Right. Everybody at the Grammys, they're sitting down, chilling out. So when she's mm-hmm. like, make some noise. She did not like the crowd, did not go wild. Every time Madonna takes a stage, if you think about it, you're right. It's at an award show like MTV or the People's Choice Awards right. or her own concerts where the crowd goes wild. If you go to a Madonna show, the last time she was in that arena in LA, it used to be called the Staples Center. Right. But the last time she was in there, it was her own show where 20,000 people went nuts. So Madonna clearly doesn't know what it's like to walk out on a stage or anywhere and not have people she go has crazy. To be, she has to be the, the the one where it's like you hear artists talk about how weird it is to go off from a stage into right. like a quiet. She's the one that probably, it, it kind of makes sense now of why she goes crazy. She goes hard partying, you know she what I mean? She hard. Like, Which like is, she, yeah. she needs to keep up that excitement she needs to from keep the it stage. Up there excitement. It was a strange moment, wasn't it? In any case, they're back to uh, our Taylor Swift. Don't, don't. This is not a good look if you've done it. Best of luck. I promise I won't be doing it for my Madonna tickets. (laughs) Kate Middleton and Prince William have one very strict off-limits rule what is for that? their children. Do you do this with your kids? I'm curious. So, William and Kate reportedly have a very strict rule that involves no yelling around the house. Sources say absolutely no shouting is permitted for George, Charlotte, or little Prince Louis. Any hint of anyone shouting is a huge deal within the house, and it's dealt with by removing them. So, rather than going in the... You can remove from the house. I think the situation, maybe not the whole house, they've got a big house. So, rather than put them in the naughty corner, they're taken out of the situation, they're taken away, and they are talked to very calmly, but this is an absolute rule. The children can't yell. What about you, Garrett? Rob Shooter. All right. Good luck. Uh, th- this, this, this might get me kicked out. I've never been to England, uh, but this might get me kicked out of England. I'm, I'm going to call Kate Middleton and Prince William liars. Okay? Uh, for one reason only. There's no way you can cont- tell a seven-year-old no yelling, no, or, or, or a four-year-old, or a, a nine-year-old for that matter. Especially the nine and seven. The nine and right. seven, they they definitely get into they, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. over over the the slightest of things. Maybe Charlotte <laughs> wants to play something that George has, and George doesn't mm-hmm. want to give it up, or he doesn't want to share. So a name gets called. They, they don't gently go, "Excuse me, please." It's, like oh. that is such TV is crown it, as it's right. Know, that is not reality, and and. If <laughs> They are real, as real as they, they, they claim they to be. They are real people. They there are. There is no way there is. Ooh, um, let's ooh, look. Let's and, talk about and, this. Don't shout to And I will, be, I will be honest. I did take one part of advice from Prince William when I first had my son Hudson, where yes. he said that when George was acting up, he would get to his eye level and speak to him in the oh, eye Kate level. Kate does that too. You look right in their eye. Right. You get right. You get, get down, down on your knees. Level. Does nothing. 
<laughs> it does nothing. Like, like they look at you. Like, it, it, it's almost like your boss like yelling at you, but at eye level. Like, right. It does not. Oh, like, so you thought you were going to get down on your knees, and this was going to be your magic oh, oh, wand. I, 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 like, like, so I remember like the, the exact moment he was, he was sitting on the steps. So I'm like, all right, here's my time. Yeah, get yeah, down I'm on one knee, like I'm I about to propose. And I'm like, hey, Hudson. You In know, a calm like, voice, uh, so I can just, see it. You know what? What? No need to act like that, right? Yes. And, <laughs> Thank you very it. much, William. Hey, quickly before we go to break, what's going on with our Elvis, Austin Butler? What's he have to say about so damaging joke, potentially the, his vocal cords? Yeah, the joke has been that he sounds, ever since the movie <laughs> ended, Austin Butler has Become not Elvis. switched back to normal voice, <laughs> right. and he's been stuck in Elvis's voice. Yes. So, uh, and, and it's been literally the joke of everything. Like, he literally is stuck in Elvis's voice. And I don't know if he finally opened the internet over the past week or so, but he has finally come out and said he's getting rid of the Elvis voice. Um, but but I do understand why he says it kind of – he doesn't hear it because he's been living in it for the last well... three to four, four years. But 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 hear me out. Okay. He, he's been doing it two years prior to that. So almost six years of doing it's that a lot of Elvis. Where, where it's almost like mm, 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 it, it's mm, almost mm. like he's stuck in it. And not, that... not by choice, but by force that he almost has to condition himself to go oh. back to learning that way. You know what I mean? Oh, you've like, been like very you, generous. Shooter, you actually are from Brooklyn. Uh, you, went to, you went to London. <laughs> I watched uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, Mary look Poppins at me. I'm stuck with this. Stuck I mean, <laughs> Interesting, because I do think about voice a lot because I've got such a strange one. I do get it. I like him. Oh, I finally don't hate me. I finally saw the Elvis movie. I know I'm like a year well, too you know late. What? At this point, where we are in the world of how things I didn't really want to go to the cinema that much. I waited for it to be on streaming, and I finally watched it on HBO over the weekend. He's good. He could win the Oscar. He's very good. He's uh, really he, good. I don't know if he'll win the... I think it's going to be Ooh. Brendan Fraser, honestly. Ooh, like, oh, for the whale. Yeah, we'll yeah. find out that in a couple of weeks. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett. Yes. Let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Bum, bum, bum. Very official. Last show we talked about Meghan and Prince Harry attending Ellen's and Portia's vowel renewal. Would you want Harry and Meghan at your wedding? Now, obviously, a lot of people would say yes immediately, but I really encouraged you to wait and just think about this. Like, if you're the bride, it's your big day. Do you want Meghan and Harry turn and go? Because they'll steal your thunder. The whole wedding will be about them. So I really did caution you to wait. Look at the results. 90% said yes. <laughs> you were not You were not swayed at all by me. I would not want them at my wedding. I want it to be about me. What about you, Garrett? Uh, you know what? If they're Depending on the friendship, you know what I mean? Like, mm. if, if, you know, we're text buddies, don't show up. Don't, but if don't. we're... You know, if you and I go out once a week, twice a week, or, and talk almost every day, I want you there. I get you. You're a good guy. A good guy. Hey, yeah. don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how this lands in my hand all the time, but Harrison oh. Ford reveals his co-star, uh, which co-star, he's had a many, which has the nicest penis. All right, here we go. So uh, Harrison Ford was uh, talking uh, about his new Apple TV Plus series. He was talking to Stephen Colbert, and mm-hmm. uh, th- he said, uh, 
there was a recent report saying he didn't know who Jason Segel was, who also stars in the <laughs> Apple TV uh, series w- alongside of him, uh, who actually produced it as well too. When he stars oh, in it, wow. Um, and uh, Jay- and he goes, he goes, not true uh, is what Harrison Ford told Stephen Colbert, insisting that he's seen him around. Uh, hmm. So in pr- in preparation for Shrinking, which is the name of the Apple TV Plus series, <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford decided to revisit some of his co-stars' previous work, which included forgetting Sarah Marshall. If you forget it, Mila Kunis is in it. Yeah, um, I love that movie. The end, and they go to they go to Hawaii and. Uh, uh, Jason Segel is pretty. He has a full frontal scene in it. He does uh, which, right in the beginning of the movie. It's quite yep. shocking. So you just he, sit down and you're like, oh. And Harrison Ford said, "I thought it was really fantastic." He was talking about the film, of course. Right. Uh, and then uh, he goes, "The the shrinking producer asked me what I thought, and I said, nice penis.' Um, <laughs> he, here's the thing, too. You know what I realized about watching this, t- uh, reading the story to Rob Shooter? What? That movie, that full frontal scene. He either has a special cut of the film. Or he has the DVD because the only other way to watch it is on like you know TBS, which is edited, and so they would really cut out. Oh. So, so he, he has. A he must special, have a yes, yeah. special, the original, uncensored, uncut. Boom, boom, boom. There's a joke in there. I'm sure uh, there is. Hey, <laughs> and nicest of the day. I remember that movie. I was like, whoa. And if you Google it, there are pictures up of that of that scene. Pictures and, of everything. And um, oh my goodness. Okay, let's do my naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Uh-oh. I think it's you, Prince Harry. So the woman who quote took Harry's virginity, said he could have warned her before he published the book and told the world. So she's a 40-year-old woman. She's come forward. Her name is Sasha Walpop, and she's uh, not that much older than him in the book. It felt as if it was a much older woman. At the time, she was turning 19, and so he was 16. She was 19. She confirmed that it happened, and get this, she's not spoken about this for all those years. She's never, ever told anyone. She said she told her mum and dad that she had a bit of a fling with him. She didn't tell them that they had sex behind the pub. And she did tell her husband, but she didn't ever go public with it. Now Harry has told the whole world and she's like, Oh, I just wish she had given me the the heads up. She didn't expect it to be, she said, in such great detail because he described the pub, the field, all the friends that were there. It was a 19th birthday party. Her party. They could. She spanked him on the bottom and she said, yes, she did. And she said they were friends. She actually was a stable girl. She worked in the stable and she was friends with Harry and they all went to the pub quite a lot. And on a 19th birthday, they both had a a drink or two and they went into a, a field and had sex but now she's like he should have given me the heads up now I try not to kiss and tell I do about other people but not necessarily myself in fact you've made a living off of it (laughs) you're right (laughs) it's part of my life I don't talk about Bruce that much or, or, or people I've dated before him shh don't tell him there were any but I don't know I think she's got a point here Garrett you're very careful when it comes to your Sex life. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, But in this situation, uh, you know, agreeing to have sex with the maybe at the time possible Prince of England. Right. Like like there, unless you sign some crazy confidentiality, like, you know what you're getting into. You know what I mean? Like It was a secret for 20 years. Of course it was a secret Mm. for 20 years. But how many people like you start thinking about it. So Harry goes to a pub. He doesn't go by himself unless it's like a Disney movie and he sneaks out of the castle. He right. was with security guards. Yeah, and when and he disappears from the pub, they notice. When I disappear, they, nobody cares for like an hour. Hey, let's end with a moment of Rob. You're going to Rob, you're going to Rob. Oh, you like you are not Rammies. broken. I, you're not broken. 
but this is. How many people have asked you, what is wrong with you? How many times oh. have you asked yourself that? Well, goodness knows I've asked myself that question over and over again. And finally, after years of searching, I think I finally found the answer. Do you want to know what is really wrong with you? Please. Absolutely nothing. Oh, wow. Except the way you've been thinking about yourself. Stop thinking about yourself as somebody who is broken because you, my friends, are not. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Robin Garrett yes. Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you can. Leave us a review and remember all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Pip, pip. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.